Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With two more episodes to do for the Paracast for 2021, I thought this week we would feature two of our very special guest hosts. That's Kurt Collins and Tim Swartz. They will be having a knockdown drag out fight. No. Or maybe they will. <laughs> the thing is here is that we had one listener said maybe they should question each other. And I'll just sit in the background and I'll make sure I'll moderate or I'll be the referee. <laughs> question each other about what? What do you think, Kurt? Oh, uh, you know, Gene, if we're going to do that, you're in the mix, too. So it'll be a three-way battle royale. Oh, okay. Well, I I thought since we have different types of voices, we can try harmonies. But after listening to the Beatles get back, I figured none of us have the talent to do it. Of course, Tim has 27 and a half voices. Yeah, none none of them singing voices, though. Well, I actually took voice lessons for 10 years. It taught me how to put everything down in my gut. So I have a gut voice, mm. which doesn't make you a singer. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We'll clap along. Nope. Anyway, this is an important topic, partly because we had Colm Kelleher on the Paracast, and Kurt was the co-host several weeks ago. And we were talking about the Pentagon UAP programs. And he mentioned something that we had not really heard about before, which is that they would be including the health of the witness as something to be explored. Tim, have you heard about that? Not to any great extent. And and I wonder if they say an investigation in the health of the witness, whether or not they mean mental health. You know, going back to that old bugaboo that only... Uh, rural people and uh, crazy people see UFOs. Well, the thing here apparently is that we have the influence of Robert Bigelow and his associates here, and Kelleher works still for Bigelow. In fact, when we communicated with him, I'll reveal this on the show, he was using a Bigelow account to talk to us on Skype, Mm. and he's still associated with him. And he says, yes, he's talking about The hitchhiker effect, where when you see a UFO, you kind of attract or are infected by other things. Well, that's something that has been under discussion with the whole UFO phenomenon for years and years. Not usually, but a lot of people who have UFO experiences tend to have other unusual phenomena in their life as well you know some people right up uh, would report uh, you know ghostly sightings or uh, encounters with you know humanoid uh, types of, of of creatures so i mean that's uh, the idea that uh, somebody is willing to propose an investigation into that phenomena as well as possible health uh, health problems after you know, a, a close encounter with a UFO I mean that's that, uh, that that's really taking the ball and running uh, you know so far all the all of the things that I have been seeing coming out 
uh, concerning the current interest in UFOs is whether or not they're extraterrestrial or uh, man-made black budget top secret uh, uh, aircraft. So that, that, that shows a more mature understanding of the uh, overall general phenomena. So we're coming up on an anniversary. So 2017 was the, the debut of uh, the news about ATIP. And so we, uh, and as it happens, this, uh, this week, legislation has been, it's been passed, it's waiting the president's signature, the, um, well, you, you named it earlier, um, Gene, the NDAA, which I don't know what that stands for, National Defense something probably. That stands for the National Defense Authorization Act. At least that acronym is consistent and not that difficult to remember. Yeah, so <laughs> the, you know, within all the the provisions, there's the UAP. The, they're setting up a UAP uh, office, and you know it includes. Some other investigations that you mentioned, they're going to even look into some of these these other aspects. So, um, you know, assuming the president signs it, you know, we'll be off and running, and and the government is formally and publicly back in the U, the UFO investigation business after these decades. The difference would be that if you go back through the defense acts back in the 50s when project blue book was around i bet there was no line item saying there will be a project blue book yeah this is uh, you know getting the politicians involved is is different in this regard they they you know they did have a a, a hearing in the 60s and that that i could say it didn't go anywhere but it went it actually led to the Condon commission that that committee that wind up shutting down Project Blue Book was the end result of that. So it has been gone. Something like this kind of has happened before, but not recently. And so it's it's definitely going to give the topic a big boost and give it credibility in the media, whether or not they actually find anything. I mean, it's almost as if uh, it doesn't change what UFOs are or what we find out about them, but, you know, maybe the tools we're using to look at them and the language and the exposure that's that's different yeah for for me I, i'm considering the past and and the government and military involvement in uh, a ufo investigation it, it always leaves me a little bit skeptical that anything is actually going to be done after all of this is set up. I mean, I have no doubt that uh, President Biden will uh, sign the bill into law. Uh, Whether or not then anything actually comes out of this, that's going to be the question. You know, I I wonder if, you know, something like the uh, like the Condon Commission will come up and once again, everything will be shut down when they say, well, you know, we we haven't found anything that'll prove that UFOs are a threat to national security. You know, that's the thing they, they would all, whether or not it'll be a threat to uh, national security, you know, that's the thing that they, they always used to say. And then all dialogue would basically just be you know, shut down. So it will be interesting to see if, uh, you know, we are reaching a new age of uh, a better understanding or at least an attempt to better understand the whole UFO phenomena. Well, part of it also is that there's no reason to put this 
in the bill or even have this study unless there's some important reason it has to be brought into play. I mean, there's no constituency out there that's any larger today than there was 10 or 20 years ago. I mean, there was during the Obama administration, as I recall, a couple of attempts to make petitions for some action on UFOs. They didn't achieve an awful lot. There was a response to one of them, the usual perfunctory government response. So where is it? Where's the demand for UFO disclosure? Nothing I'm aware of. So why all of a sudden would this become an important issue? Not just the New York Times piece, because that's 2017. There's been press, but not that much press covering it. And I want to talk about that too, especially something that Kurt and I covered when we were talking with Colm Kelleher on that recent Paracast episode. By the way, folks, you should really look at that. Definitely listen to it. It's one of the highlight episodes for 2021. And if you haven't checked it out yet, I recommend that you do. November 28th, because we weren't quite expecting what was going to happen there. We're having a special co-host roundtable with Kurt Collins and Tim Swartz. And we'll go catch as catch can as to who says the Paracast. You're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNLoans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, 
Simple Funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNLoans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNLoans.com. That's GCNLoans.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamil Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to TeamGaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's TeamGaday.com with Longevity. TeamGaday.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. With Kurt and Tim talking about all sorts of things in the paranormal world, one of our final two episodes of the year. Next week, we'll be talking about the work of the late Ted Phillips, who did all those trace evidence cases with one of his associates. In any case, let's get on with what we were talking about here. The show we did with Colin Kelleher. And Kurt, I did not expect, nor did you, that he would basically point out that the New York Times article misidentify the actual UAP program. You want to explain that to listeners again? So everyone's now heard of ATIP, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. And the, the article made it sound like that that's what received the $22 million. But Colm Kelleher explained that uh, you know he worked for Robert Bigelow, and Robert Bigelow had the contract for something. It was called OSAP. And they studied Skinwalker Ranch, UFOs, and other aspects of the paranormal and generated all these reports. Basically, everything that was attributed to ATIP was actually done by this earlier group, OSAP. Lou Elizondo was part of this. He uh, inherited it, but only after the money ran out. And it was actually a small effort. And they monitored. I don't think they actually investigated that much, but they, you know, he kind of sort of kept the lights on after the program was effectively shut down. So that was very different, and that's certainly what's been repeated over and over in the media that it was a tip. It was a, it was a contract with Bigelow's people, and they did all the investigation and wrote all the reports. Now, what's interesting here is Elizondo's role, therefore, was shall we say less important. 
in the scheme of things. That's true. Uh, and he was originally, uh, I think the story was written to promote him and to give greater credibility to, to the Stars Academy since he was part of that. It was a prize for them to have an ex-member of this UFO organization. And it, you know, it, it was a big, it was a big buildup in a way. Uh, the news stories built him up uh, to, in connection with his role with To The Stars Academy. And it didn't serve this story to talk about people that weren't there and weren't involved. So I think it did, did exaggerate things a bit. And, you know, it's only later that we found out some of the, the, the true facts of things. Now, he was definitely part of the successor ATIP, but ATIP was the tail end and not the main investigation. That was all Robert Bigelow's people. Now, this is interesting just to look at this. Obviously, one of the main authors of the New York Times series was Leslie King. So the assumption here is that maybe she's in part responsible for the mistake. Now, in saying that, currently Bigelow's engaged in something called Bigelow Institute for Consciousness Studies. And I think this is getting into life after death and a lot of other issues. Okay. Now, remember Leslie Kane working on that New York Times piece. The board of directors of this new organization, Bigelow is the founder. Christopher Green is a member of the board. Leslie Kane is a member of the board. Colm Kelleher, Jeffrey Krippel or Krippal, he had co-authored a book with Whitley Strieber. Harold Putoff. Jessica Utz and Brian Weiss, the people associated with his current organization. But as I said, this is interesting here that even though Leslie Kane was involved in that Times piece, I guess Bigelow didn't feel that was a problem. Well, his name was mentioned uh, and it, it didn't reflect unfavorably on him. So but, uh, and of course, he may not have actually wanted that sort of publicity. He hasn't before. And of course, you know, we should, I'm, I'm sure most people are aware of some haven't heard that Leslie Kane's book after after her UFO book, I mean, it came out about the same time as the, the ATIP story, somewhere in, in that range anyway, was uh, Surviving Death, which was an, an exploration into the afterlife. So that perfectly fits with her new role and, and what Bigelow's focus is now. And I think uh, Robert Bigelow in particular, he sees consciousness, the afterlife, the paranormal and UFOs as all pieces of the same thing somehow, all intertwined. You know, I, I can't figure out how, but that's it's that that's even even back when he was doing the National Institute for Discovery Science, that was that was part of the uh, investigation. So this isn't something brand new. Just to bring our listeners up to date, on March 12, 2017, we featured Leslie Kane with Erica Lukes, and the book is called Surviving Death, The Journalist Investigates Evidence for an Afterlife. So we did thoroughly cover it during that episode. And then we had Leslie on with our previous co-host on January 26, 2020, mostly focusing on the UFO stuff, but we also mentioned surviving death and also she expressed concerns that we hadn't spent enough time reading the book 
So I guess she didn't like us anymore. Uh, so um, it, it's interesting that, that this, this, the names in Bigelow's new consciousness thing put off and, and Christopher Green, these people have been associated with the, the same group of people, you know, some that are named in some of the things like like NIDS, National Institute of Discovery Science. And, of course, uh, put off was involved in the, the contract with the with the government for the OSAP program. Um, and he was uh, a founding member of To the Stars Academy. So a lot of these people keep showing up over and over. Um, and uh, one of the people also that was associated with um, to the stars briefly was Dr. Gary Nolan. And I think we, um, we, we sort of, uh, you know, early on, you mentioned something about, he got involved in that. He's a, um, a Stanford university professor of microbiology and, uh, immunology. And he, um, I think his, his main work is in cancer. Well, he became interested in, um, the miniature skeleton a few years back that was being promoted by Stephen Greer, the Atacama skeleton. And he volunteered his services to analyze it. Now, it turns out that he found out that it was so miniaturized, you know, it was basically a, a deformed small human. Uh, and there was, you know, there's nothing alien, alien about it. Nevertheless, he got a lot of publicity in that. And so some of these friends of Robert Bigelow, uh, Hal Putoff, Christopher Green, and um, I, I think even Colm Kellner was involved. Uh, they approached him and wanted his scientific input on some other things, uh, not only um, looking at brain scans of people that had had paranormal experiences, but also the analysis of alleged ufo debris we got kurt and tim you're in the paracast thank you for listening to gcn visit gcnlive.com today we all have heard about the benefits of fish oils But what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS-certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. 
California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom is finally taking action regarding all the smash-and-grab robberies taking place in his state. Newsom announcing a $300 million plan that would be implemented over the next three years to fight retail theft. San Jose Assistant Police Chief Paul Joseph tells Fox News money isn't the only answer to the problem. If we're only treating the symptoms and not the cause, I'm not sure that we're going to get the results that, that the governor is hoping for. If, if people are arrested and then immediately released back on the streets through zero bail, or if they're ultimately not held accountable by the system once they are arrested, then there's really not much of an incentive for them to change their behavior. AAA is predicting 109 million travelers will drive or fly during the Christmas and New Year's Eve period. USA Radio News. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has officially started building his own border wall. The Biden administration halted construction of former President Donald Trump's wall at the beginning of the year. Texas Republican Congressman Louis Gohmert joins Fox News Live and explains why Texan officials think they need to take matters into their own hands. I know the Arizona Supreme Court case said state and local uh, law enforcement are not to enforce immigration, but... They anticipated, surely, that Mm -hmm. the federal government would do their job, keep their guarantee. They hadn't done it. The family of Brian Laundrie is filing to settle his estate. Laundrie's parents are asking a Florida court to be their son's beneficiaries since he died without a will. Laundrie's estate is estimated to be worth about $20,000. He was a primary suspect in the death of his fiancée, Gabby Petito. This is USA Radio News. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork. You know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-507-3137. 800-507-3137. 800-507-3137. That's 800-507-3137. Hello, this is John Burroughs, one of the witnesses to the Rendlesham UFO incident. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So we're doing a special roundup here and with Kurt Collins and Tim Swartz focusing on stuff that first arose during our November 28th, 2021 edition of the Paracast, where we featured Colin Kelleher. And this has turned to the current military budget at the time that we do the show going to the desk of President Biden for his signature, which includes the UAP studies and also the Bigelow Institute for Consciousness Studies and how people have been involved in that and how we point out here that over the years, Robert Bigelow has relied on a small circle of people for his various organizations. 
year after year. So I guess it's, these are the people he trusts and prefers to work with or who are interested in observing the constraints in terms of public information. Tim, you've been listening to what Kurt has been saying. Have any comments? Mm-hmm. Well, I find it uh, very interesting, the uh, Professor Gary Nolan's examination, I, I guess, that uh, after he took a look at Basically, it was a fetus skeleton that uh, had uh, very terrible deformities. Uh, But, you know, he was approached to look at a number of patients. And, you know, and unfortunately, the articles that I've been reading about this, uh, there's not really a lot of information on who these people are. Uh, They they give the uh, uh, they imply that they are mostly military maybe uh, Air Force, who had had close encounters with UFOs and then suffered some kind of physical ailments uh, afterwards. And Professor Nolan did, uh, uh, I guess, blood analysis and uh, MRIs and found a number of these people really had significant brain damage after uh, these close encounters. Now, again, this is something that we have heard for quite a while with people who have had uh, you know close encounters and various kinds of uh, uh, of injuries. But I think this is one of the first times that actually somebody has been brave enough to come out and say that yeah, you know, we looked at these people and found significant brain damage. And uh, here's the evidence. It's all written down. So, I mean, I I think that that is, again, something to be applauded and another major step in uh, the whole understanding, you know, of the phenomena. And he also pointed out that some of these people that he looked at, uh, they suffered uh, very similar damages that uh, they're also that some of these people have been seeing diplomats in called the uh, Havana syndrome. Well, the thing that you're kind of conveying here, the impression, is that some paranormal phenomena may be due to some kind of brain dysfunction then, right? Well, um, I think uh, uh, what uh, uh, Professor Nolan's research is showing is that possibly there is an electromagnetic component to these sightings, whether, uh, and, and again, I mean, we're seeing several different things uh, with uh, UFOs, people who have had close encounters with uh, cryptid creatures, and even some, and, you know, I'll put quotation marks around this, you know, ghost and, and haunting types of experience. So, again, we're back to this idea that there is some kind of electromagnetic components with this phenomenon, uh, something that, uh, you know, Kurt uh, had mentioned earlier about how the Bigelow group seems to feel that there is some kind of relation between all of these uh, seemingly diverse paranormal phenomena. Well, possibly one of the major connections here is that this somehow is an electromagnetic phenomenon. Well, the question would be then, what is the source? But then if it is something that's generated that way, would it be something that our own government could cause? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, 
we know that the United States government has has uh, conducted research on mind control. You know, you had the uh, CIA's MK Ultra, and uh, and it is not just the United States. You know, it's Russia and China. They they've done the same thing. Well, one of the uh, uh, one of the earlier attempts to try to um, influence a person's brain is uh, was by using um electromagnetic fields and uh, and that's uh, they seem to have had some uh, pretty interesting success uh, with that which has led uh, uh some some people in the state department to think that the whole havana syndrome that uh, w- was being played against uh, uh, diplomats, uh, CIA operatives in various countries, were using some kind of probably a, uh, a, a focused microwave beam for whatever reason, whether it, it's some kind of clandestine surveillance that, uh, you know, if you're too close to it, you're going to get burnt, or if it was a deliberate attack on these people. Well, again, we see this also happening uh, with the UFO phenomena. So, you know, your your guess is as good as mine. I mean, you know, it, it may be that we're just seeing it could be that we are just seeing uh, uh, circumstances with uh, dissimilar sources. You know, the the UFO phenomena has long been known to uh, have an electromagnetic component to it, as well as various kinds of, of radiations, uh, especially within the uh, uh, microwave uh, frequency. But whether or not that there is a man-made connection with this um or if again you know you're just you're just seeing uh, uh two two similar components and uh dissimilar sources of course when we look at the impact the physical impact curtis spent a lot of time investigating the cash landrum case from december mm-hmm. of 1980 and doesn't this describe kurt the effects that they suffered? Well, headaches were part of the problem, and there weren't. Headaches were part of their symptoms. Also, uh, hair loss in the case of Betty Cash, to a lesser, lesser extent, uh, Vicki Landrum. Uh, also, uh, Betty had these uh, severe skin problems. So it, it could be. There, there's definitely some possible overlap there. Well, and there was also uh, with the Cash Landum case, there was, you know, and I don't know what would it be like, you know, just uh, infrared type of heating. Because I, I remember there was a picture of the dashboard where uh, one of the ladies had had her hand pressed against it, and the dashboard had gotten so hot that her hand had actually left an imprint, at least, uh, you know, the finger marks in it. That's right. Uh there's just you know if if, if competent investigators had been on that like if if it were a, a an accident or a burglary but you know it was almost two months before anything was done about it and you know, due to the reluctance of the witnesses and the ineptitude of the UFO organizations in passing along information and and following up on it so it was sort of 
you know, as far as if it was considered a police case, it, you know, it was two months cold by the time uh, UFO investigators started looking at it. So very hard to, to, to track anything down. And, you know, there's still more questions and answers in that case. You know, the Betty Cash in particular, her, her, um, hospital stay there's some medical documentation on that but you know we just they were and they tried to take it to court you know thinking that the government was involved somehow let's do our break here with kurt and tim we're doing a special co-host roundtable and it will continue on after the powercast this week you're in the powercast listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the protectors find out more at rockoids.com that's rockoids r-o-c-k-o-i-d-s.com what if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Hey folks, Tom D. for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, ghosts, zombies, UFOs, crop circles, and more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people who seek a little more than the other dating services offer. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and you want to connect with others, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. So many people want to share their experiences with the paranormal, the afterlife, the unusual. And this is the place to meet and share common interests with those of like minds. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word GEORGE and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like. 
First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. This kind of echoes what happened with John Burroughs, where he had negative physical effects after the 1980 Rendlesham case in the UK, and he had a fight to get the VA to pay for his medical care. I guess they were trying to take the position that had nothing to do with us. And he had to go to court. In fact, on an episode of the Paracast, we featured John, Nick Pope, and John's lawyer explaining what happened. So there you go with that. Caution. UFOs may be dangerous to your health. Go on, Kurt. Oh, another aspect of Dr. Nolan's work is is he's, uh, I think he's following up those people, probably Colm Kelleher in particular. They've had an idea that certain people are, attract paranormal experiences. And one of the things that, that Dr. Nolan is looking at is that some people have a, a different brain structure that can be seen on an MRI and that a certain section of their brain is like 10 times more active. And he, he's suggests that maybe this helps with intuition and makes them better pilots or, you know, possibly even soldiers. And maybe this is definitely improvement. Maybe this helps them tune into this paranormal experiences. Uh, there was more research done uh, using, you know, MRIs and, and some of the other newer, more uh types of 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 brain analysis you know i would have loved to have seen something done with uh you know like the witnesses at the uh, cash landon it'd be interesting to see if uh some of these people have the same kind of brain damage that professor nolan was uh uh, finding in the more recent uh, research with uh some of these uh you know apparently you know pilots or other uh uh, military personnel who had close encounters uh with ufos the idea also that there are some people who seem to attract paranormal phenomena is also you know uh, an interesting idea i mean you know we have seen this uh throughout history and and it also it tends to run in families so if uh if professor nolan 
has actually found people who have uh, more connections to certain uh, areas of the brain. I'm not even going to try to pronounce <laughs> gene. <laughs> yeah, uh, these uh, the, the, these areas. Um, it would help explain a lot why we have people uh, who are, say, like UFO repeaters. Uh, and and one of the uh, skeptical opinions is that uh, you know people who claim to have had numerous UFO experiences, well, obviously they must be lying because it's such a rare phenomenon. But I think some of the most uh, uh, credible witnesses do seem to have uh, 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 numerous experiences. Now, is it coincidence or? For whatever reasons, do these people shine, you know, like uh, for the Stephen King book, and uh, and attract UFOs and other related phenomena? I mean, I you know, this this is some of the uh, the, the stuff that I think really needs to have a more serious push in in, in investigation and. You know, I mean, looking at whether or not, you know, you know, are they from uh, another planet or, you know, a secret base in uh, in Russia is fine. But there's so much more to this phenomenon that really just gets glossed over. And I know that a lot of investigators don't like to approach this stuff because they want to keep that that veneer of being scientific in their research and I think that this is a lot of really important information and evidence that's just getting kind of swept under the rug that would really give us a better understanding of what's going on. Well, the thing also conveys here is the impression that when you look at UFOs as strictly spaceships, you think, well, I see a spaceship out there or I see an airplane out there and I'm not impacted in any different way except maybe emotionally because of seeing something strange unknown. But now if it's something that's related to some kind of mental process, some kind of negative effect, whatever, then it creates a whole new range of studies. And that's something that, let's face it, would be very difficult or impossible to convey to the public. I think most people would say, oh, of course they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, and uh, that's that's one of the things that the powers that be, you know, have been trying to uh, push this whole time with uh, the UFO phenomenon. But only, you know, only crazy people see UFOs. That and there also seems to have been a push for quite a while to uh, for the extraterrestrial hypothesis for some reason. And again, maybe that's that's part of that. Uh, oh well, you know, people believe that UFOs are spaceships from other planets. They must be crazy. So. Um, you know, I mean, we're really at a crossroads, I think, right now that we can really go forward and really learn some important about the phenomena, or we can just fall back on the old stereotypes about UFOs, the people who see them, how the government, military, civilians investigate it, and back to nowhere again. Well, maybe this explains why an organization such as Bigelow 
willing to look into other possibilities gets involved in the first place and maybe explains also the failure of their agreement, their program with MUFON. Because MUFON's looking for physical spaceships. So even if they were hired by MUFON to provide investigation results and materials, that would have caused all sorts of problems. But the other possibility, I guess, would be that the propulsion system or something generated by the UFOs is causing people to have these mental effects. It's a side effect of having this experience, even if the UFOs are physical. They're harmful to your health, like I said. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, uh, you look at the, uh, and now, of course, I can't, rem- I can't remember the name of the of the guy who had it, but the uh, uh, the Canadian uh, case where the guy who was out uh, looking for minerals came across uh, a pair of UFOs. And when he got too close, he found himself burned from hot gas that was escaping from like some uh, like a type of grid on the UFO. It ended up being more than just a burn because it would uh, crop up again. Uh, the burn marks on his chest they'd go away, and then maybe a, you know half a year, year down the road, they'd pop up again, and he'd get sick again. So you know, obviously. UFOs are hazardous to your health. You know, never, never approach one and and try to touch it because I mean, I, there's there's really very few accounts that I know of where people have actually been able to touch a UFO and they came away unscathed. Kurt, what's your observation about this? Some of these stories, you know, are, are no doubt exaggerated. They're uh, there was a story in 1950 of a boy who saw a, a, a UFO that was, oh, you know, like the size of a sled or something. He said he touched it and burned his hand. And um, I, the uh, Donald Kehoe found that story. Well, he, he called it a hoax. So whether whether the kid was up to something else and made up this story, he he was definitely unconvinced with that one. And, and there have been a number of, of other reports, though, that are a little more convincing. Uh, there's been people who've uh, reported some people have had uh, what, what's like a called a welder's burn. They had uh, eye irritation from a bright light source. And, you know, it's left uh, left effects. Uh, the cash lantern case had an element of that. The the, uh, the case with. Um, oh, and I've forgotten the name of the name. Of the, the famous case with the, the policeman in I think it was Minnesota where there were an object hit his car and he, he had eye problems after that. Um, uh, a number of others, you know, that are less famous, but, you know, it's it, it's something we've seen again and again. So possible uh, energy sources you know, are a recurring theme. And, you know, Tim had mentioned the electromagnetic effects, and it could all be part of the same the same thing. Tim? Well, one of the. Well, one of the other side effects of of some. Tell you what, let's do our break. Let's do our break. Let's do our break here, and we'll pick up. We're doing a special roundtable with guest co-hosts Tim Swartz and Kurt Collins, and it will run over into the after the Powercast episode for this week. That's of course for subscribers to the Powercast Plus. You're in the Powercast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. 
Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We continue with Tim Swartz and Kurt Collins, and Tim had some responses to what Kurt was saying in our previous segment. Go ahead. One of the other aspects that I've run into when it comes to close encounters, some kind of like a time dilation effect. Uh, you know, some people report it as as losing time. Others come across as as gaining time. There was a case that I looked into that happened uh, near Dayton, Ohio, where two women uh, saw you know two UFOs uh, when they were driving home from a shopping trip. One of them uh, swooped down in front of the car, and the car was enveloped in uh, like a bright light. And they both said that they felt like that uh and this the, they described you know like the the typically the what's called the oz effect uh all the sound around them seemed to stop the car stopped uh, uh, completely, and then when the UFO flew away, the car restarted by itself. When they got home, they found that they were home a lot earlier than they should have. So instead of uh, missing time, they actually uh, gained time. So yeah, this this goes back to you know like one of my you know favorite ideas concerning you know how UFOs may uh, have a, uh, the type of propulsion system that they use that it, it possibly 
it's some kind of you know related to uh, space time uh, because in my opinion and from uh, you know some of the observations of other physicists to achieve interplanetary intergalactic space travel you're probably going to have to have some kind of time machine you know and again that's just i'm just using you know like a popular uh, a word for this but there's going to have to be some way that you have the ability to bend space time in order to travel the vast uh, uh, light years between planets between uh, galaxies I don't think that uh, it's it's that unusual that we're seeing then some of these close encounters with these craft that appear to show some kind of of interference with with time as as we know it, which we don't know that much about it. <laughs> well, I think once we get to the world of interference with time, we get into areas of science that are just really difficult to comprehend. Things that I think science doesn't even really understand at this point. Okay. Well, so um, one of the studies that Bigelow's people did was Eric Davis, who was involved with NIDS and, and did studies for bass, too. He wrote, wrote a, one of the papers that was on wormholes. And so what, what's going through a wormhole and what kind of energy is involved there? You know, if that is the... If, if they're exploring either traveling through that or supposing the UFOs travel through that, you know, just imagine the energy and what possible side effects that could produce. So, yeah, and maybe that would even maybe maybe that would even bend the time barrier. Well, that's interesting because uh, uh, some of the investigations that they uh, conducted at the uh, Skinwalker Ranch seem to possibly involve some kind of, you know, uh, and I really hate to use the word time travel because, you know, that puts us back right back into the whole realm of, of science fiction and amazing stories and stuff like that. But for the observations that that people have had with these events it seems like a form of of time manipulation going whether or not it's a a natural effect that's that's happening at, at skin, skinwalker for whatever reason or if it's a it, technological effect uh you know by some intelligence that uh, you know we we have no idea about so i think that it's interesting that uh, the bigelow group is looking also into these ideas and and of course it was uh their their investigation into the skinwalker ranch and i think that uh, kind of uh of Put the Bigelow Group on various uh, government officials' uh, uh, do not approach list. <laughs> Had another name for it, but uh, I can't say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> the Bigelow Group, and uh, oh, by the way, Doctor uh, Doctor Nolan is a member of the Society for Scientific Exploration, and the the polite term for what they investigate is paranormal or weird science, although 
the, uh, well, the, the straight-laced scientists are going to say that they're involved in pseudoscience and fringe science, but they're, uh, they're looking into all sorts of things, telepathy, reincarnation, ESP, the kind of stuff that Robert Bigelow's folks love and, uh, you know, life after death and all these things where there's, there's not a lot of solid scientific evidence to, to back it up. But the um, so it's interesting that this group of people contacted a more conventional scientist and that he went along for the ride. He was uh, I understand that, that he was a science fiction fan. So he had some imagination, but he's he's found something to work with. He's analyzed these these parts, which arts parts is one of them. A lot of these UFO parts that have been uh, the Uatuba uh, magnesium that, that is reported to have come from a UFO. So he's analyzed them. He said that there are unusual things about them. He hasn't gone so far as to say that, yes, these are extraterrestrial, just that they're unusual. They shouldn't have been found where they were found. And, you know, but there's not proof they're from another world. Yeah, some of the uh, some of the things that he uh, he found while analyzing uh, some of these uh, uh, metal fragments was that, uh, and not all of them, but uh, uh, some of them, the isotope uh, ratio was completely different than what you would expect from the elements that were debris. And the other interesting thing is that it, it, he would have several different pieces from the same source, some of them with uh, altered uh, isotope ratios and then others that uh, that were normal. So, and you know, he he has some speculation on what may have caused it, but really no clear idea. Some of these things were, you know, Charles Fort liked to collect reports of things that were out of place in time and space and weird events that were unexplained and and but he didn't. He did consider extraterrestrial possibility for some of the strange things in the sky. But he didn't force any one explanation. And I think he just enjoyed the fact that these were weird things. But you know, too many people are trying to to fit whatever weirdness into one explanation that they favor. And I think that that's kind of a mistake. I mean, some of these things. You know, we just have to accept that they're unexplained and mysterious and and work with what actually offers some good clues for a solution. Well, I think here is the problem, which is instead of saying, here's something going on that we can't understand, why can't it be this, why can't it be that, and trying to prove a specific theory. This goes into believers, for example, in the so-called ETH, or extraterrestrial hypothesis. They want to prove that ET is here, and maybe it is. You know, we don't know. I mean, it's perfectly true that we have discovered more and more exoplanets out there, which raises the possibility that there are planets that have spawned civilizations, more advanced than ours, and it makes perfect sense that one or more of them might have sought us out, even by accident. But it's better to say, here's something that we do not understand. Let's try to figure out what it is wherever the evidence takes us, which is, of course, the big problem. Because where do you go? Where do you go with that? What category of scientific research would you put it in? Okay, gets to be complicated. We've got a lot more to talk about. We're featuring two of our special guest co-hosts, Tim Swartz and Kurt Collins. Now, a lot more to talk about, a lot more news to cover. 
with Tim and Kurt. You're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. You've heard that supply lines are down or moving slow. Or moving slow. And that most everything costs more these days. Costs more these days. But good news. High-quality Sunny Bay products are in stock and ready to ship now because they're made in the USA. Like our extra-long neck heating pads, they provide soothing relief to painful sore necks and backs, are microwavable, and come in a variety of colors and patterns. What a great gift! An extra-long neck heating pad from Sunny Bay, also available in lavender-scented. Buy now in time for the holidays and avoid any shipping delays. Available on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and Sunny-Bay.com. Just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. They're great for men or women, are reusable, and easy to clean. So this year, give the gift of pain relief and extra long neck wrap from Sunny Bay. Remember, just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Order now when our stock is high and shipping is fast. And happy holidays from Sunny Bay. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at ImmuneSupportNow.com. That's ImmuneSupportNow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamel Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. 
Go to teamgaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's teamgaday.com with longevity. Teamgaday.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So beginning and end, do we expect with all this stuff going on around the edges or through and through and UFO, UAP research, and I'll let you go back and forth however you wish. Kurt, do you think we're going to get anywhere with this government program? They're supposed to issue reports to Congress, so we'll hear some of it. Uh, They're also going to be classified reports. Probably we won't get what we want, and certainly not right away. But when, when the government has done UFO investigation for the past few years, they really avoided doing any paperwork. This new system requires that they will, and we have a shot at it from Freedom of Information Act, uh, at least. So maybe there'll be a time delay on that. But I do think we'll get to see what they're doing, maybe not right away. I'm not overly optimistic about it. I think civilian researchers probably have a better chance of doing quality investigation, but always the budget, uh, budgetary problems, financing is is a problem. So I, there is a civilian effort that does have some money backed by uh, Harvard and some private donors, uh, Avi Loeb's project, uh, Project Galileo, it's called. It, it may be too broad, but it's looking for an extraterrestrial origin. And if it's a interplanetary body, whether it's Uh, intelligently a structured craft or just something passing through, they're going to be looking for it. And they have the participation of astronomers. So between these overlapping goals, we're bound to get a little something out of it. Yeah, I'd have to pretty much agree. Whenever you have the government and military involved in in looking into UFOs, that you know, with with Project Blue Book, I think that uh, it it was handed off to people who really didn't want that assignment, but did it anyway. So I, it, it, you could very very likely you know, see something very similar uh, happening with this. And then, of course, if there's any investigation and uh, revelations that at least some of these uh, uh, sightings are of black budget top secret you know aircraft then we'll never hear anything about it that you know that type of information will be redacted it wouldn't surprise me they actually go and hand off some of this research to private companies. Uh, I, I think that actually any evidence that had been collected in the past was probably given to various uh, you know, aerospace uh, companies in the private sector simply because then uh, that information – couldn't be retrieved through the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, so it, w- it wouldn't surprise me a lot to see a lot of the really juicy stuff end up in uh, a, a private uh, corporation's hands, and you know we will never know about it. The question I have is, 
after working with Bigelow for that initial $22 million, why are they not going back to him? Bigelow is off looking into life after death with his crew now. Well, I have a partial answer for that. And they didn't, the, uh, the original reporting of the ATIP story from Politico, there was an unnamed official that was quoted as saying that the program produced nothing of value, but it was just reams of paper. So he had an unfavorable outlook as to the value of what was produced. Um, now, it was so broad, too. I mean, you, you, we've seen the reports now that it covered everything from Skinwalker Ranch to parapsychology and UFO reports. And, uh, you know, that some of that stuff didn't have direct military intelligence value from the perspective of the conventional uh, brass. So that's part of it. You know, it just didn't fit in to their view of warfare, and that's where the value lies. Really, with the exception of maybe, you know, some little bits of of metallic debris, all we have are reports and sightings. Uh, At least as far as we know, nobody has an actual uh, fully functioning uh, captured uh, spaceship you know, as far as we know, uh, my best guess is that we don't. And uh, so what else can you do except produce, you know, reams of paper speculating on what you're dealing with, maybe with uh, 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 some analysis that uh, uh, may have been gleaned from uh, uh, various uh, sightings. So unless... Somebody out there is really privy to some of this information that nobody else has. We're stuck trying to investigate ghosts, so to speak. I mean, you know, that's 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 really where we're at. You know, you get out the you get out the Ouija board, you get out the dowsing rods. That's uh, uh, for the most part uh, uh, just as effective as these million dollar uh, electronic uh, devices that uh, have been uh, taken to the fields uh, in an attempt to uh, uh, you know get some substantial in, you know information about UFOs and anything that may be constructed the investigation probably uh, f- for most of us we'll never hear about it. Well, if it certainly has has all these non-physical aspects or have stuff that indicates a mental function problem, we probably will never hear about because there's no user-friendly way to present that. What do you think, Kurt? That that could be. uh, That that would be. Unless it unless it was so well documented that they couldn't. avoid talking about it, they might just leave that quiet. Um, think about what if they, they develop that and it, it's used as a weapon, or some people worry that it has already. So I don't know. But getting back to what you said about why don't they go back to Bigelow's people, that does make sense that they would just reactivate this program. So you know, I can only assume they didn't didn't like it. Uh, or, from what we've seen of this UAP report that came out last summer, 
they only were examining back to 2004, so there was no sense of history. And I get the feeling that the 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 Pentagon only wants things that can be registered on their sensors. They don't they don't want UFO research in the way that we think of it. They they want technical reports from their equipment. Well, that will certainly yeah. not help at all, will it? Hey, we've got a lot more to talk about and some other development in a very different area, a conspiracy theory to bring up in just a few moments. In any case, we have Kurt Collins. He, of course, does Blue Blurry Lines. And we have Tim Swartz, who works with Conspiracy Journal. And if you check his name out at Amazon, you'll find that he has also written more books than you can imagine. Anyone writing, speaking of conspiracies, we'll have a lot more to come with Tim and Kurt and Gene. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions, silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The number keeps rising. At least 78 people were killed after last weekend's tornado outbreak in Kentucky. Governor Andy Brashear, Democratic Governor Andy Brashear confirming the number on Saturday while noting there's hope the number won't climb any further. Right now, missing persons based on this tornado event, are at zero. Again, those are we, we calculate those based on people who are reported as missing. But right now, it is down to zero. Overall, across several states in the southeast and central United States, at least 92 people have died. President Biden is set to deliver a speech on Tuesday regarding his administration's response to the Omicron variant. The World Health Organization saying on Saturday the variant has already turned up in nearly 90 countries. USA Radio News. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott officially announces construction of his state's own border wall. The governor saying the wall is necessary for national security reasons. They're not just coming from Mexico. They're coming through Mexico from more than 150 countries across the entire globe, including people coming from countries who are hostile to the United States of America. Countries like China, Iran. Syria, Russia. The governor blaming the Biden administration for not doing enough to curb illegal immigration. 
The Biden administration's vaccine mandate is back in place for large companies. The United States Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit in Cincinnati reinstating the mandate on Friday. Politico saying a coalition of 27 business groups quickly appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. This is USA Radio News. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. I want to move on since we're at the halfway point of the main show to some other topics here. And maybe we could focus on something here. As came out this week, the release set more records of the JFK assassination. After all these years, lots of documents are still being withheld. First, of course, all the conspiracy theorists out there, Kurt and Tim, would be saying, well, of course, they're not going to release this stuff because it shows that the original lone gunman theory is wrong. Kurt, can you tell us what's now available? There are about 1,500 documents I can't tell you the government website, but I, I looked at the at the uh, probably a hundred of them or more today, and it's it's pretty interesting. It's a mixture of things from records of note that connect before the assassination, some of the players, the suspects, uh, and then, the, of course, the events themselves, the investigation, uh, and, and through the Warren Commission. The ones that I was less interested in, though, is from the uh, in the 1970s, there was a House Select Committee on Assassinations, and they did a new investigation, and some of that was based on conspiracy theory, and it uh, I think a lot of it was kind of secondhand. So I'm less interested in that. I'm more interested in the primary evidence, but I think uh, uh, there's been a great mystery over what else is out there. Uh, of the sampling I saw today, you know, there wasn't anything that, that really changed my mind. I, I found some some interesting things. I, I honestly don't know how some of it compares. With, you know, if it's just additional pages of things we've already seen, but uh, it's it's interesting to think of though from you know any perspective uh, of anyone interested in government documents. You know, UFO. Uh, researchers are certainly after him, and this has taken a long, long time to get what we have so far, and and we still don't have it all. And I'm curious why we still don't have it all. I mean, you look at, 
I mean, the JFK assassination happened within our lifetime, but you would think that at this point, why are there so many documents still being withheld? National security, probably. I mean, it's something like that still pertinent at this point, you know, 2021. And of course, you know, you had uh, uh, former President uh, Trump who had made promises that, uh, you know, he was going to release all of the JFK papers and uh, had some of them released. Uh, but like this situation, you know, decided a lot of it was going to be withheld. Why? That's a big question. Why did they run into that? Of course, it feeds the conspiracy theories saying, well, these documents contain stuff that will disprove the impression. Now, speaking of that set of congressional hearings back in the 70s, didn't it conclude there was a conspiracy involved? I know a little bit about that. They concluded that there was, but it was it was based on what's I think has been proven to be faulty evidence of a, a microphone of a motorcycle that recorded what they thought was a second gunshot or, or no, a gunshot that wasn't Oswald's is what I should say. And I think it's been proven that that was just I think it was maybe a wire recording or something that had looped and it was just some additional noise. So I think that was the primary evidence, but they also found a lot of a lot of anecdotal evidence that the uh, mafia could have been involved, that they had the motive and the manpower and even connections to some of the players. So that was that was part of it. So I think the the evidence sort of crumbled, but it raised some pretty good questions. And it was, you know, that was evidence that hadn't been presented before. Now, the thing here that always worried me is not so much whether Oswald could have done it, but Jack Ruby, because Jack Ruby had obvious affiliations or connections or friendships with organized crime. That's true. Yeah, I think that there probably are some pieces that we still don't have and some relationships may be convoluted. I, I think Oswald was the assassin, but I don't think that it's unbelievable to think that he may have shared that information with some other other people, uh, either, either there in uh, Dallas or some of the people in the Communist Party. I don't think if there was a conspiracy, I don't think there was a a huge one like in the uh, Oliver Stone movie. Oh, and by the way, that was that's one interesting thing about all this, the publicity and the public reaction. You know, that's what's driven this new UFO uh, interest and the participation by the government, you know, basically public pressure. And the movie JFK stirred so much of that up in the in the 90s that there was there was new information and pressure to release things and we're still sort of rolling from that now i think that's why so much has been released so i I think the um the publicity and public pressure has has had an effect and has moved uh you know it's produced results you know oswald was a very interesting player in all this Considering that you know you have a guy that had actually left the United States uh, after his uh, stint in the uh, uh, Marines and moved to Russia, 
you know, Soviet Union and asked for asylum. Asked for asylum, and of course, the uh, in Soviet intelligence were very suspicious. You know, why would this American want to, uh, you know, come come live in the Soviet Union? So, you know, they let him work in a, a radio factory, and uh, he then left Russia. Uh, with a Russian bride whose father actually happened to be a high-ranking rank, uh, general uh, in the uh, Soviet military, and the United States let them both come back in with uh, no questions asked, apparently. So, you know, and this is just, you know, uh, one of, uh, of many, many mysteries uh, surrounding some of the people uh, you know, involved in the JFK assassination. I just don't understand this at all. I would think if somebody defects, which is what he did, comes back to this country, the first thing they would do is take him into custody and charge him. Well, at least if they can find evidence of some kind of criminal act or intent to commit a criminal act, but certainly interrogate him thoroughly. Because we're looking here at something that could be possible treason. Why is he coming back? Doesn't make sense. Even then, you'd watch everything this guy's doing. If you allow him back in this country for whatever reason, he says, you know, I was mentally ill. I made a mistake, whatever it is. Forgetting the Russian bride, who became a minor celebrity in this country, by the way. Forgetting the Russian bride comes back here and they don't do anything about it. You think J. Edgar Hoover's FBI at the time would have immediately... Why to look at this guy? The FBI, they they had something to hide. In fact, they destroyed some documents. But instead of something really sinister, it was to cover up their ineptitude because they were watching Oswald and I think it was Agent Hosty was the one. The FBI really fouled things up and they destroyed records and not sinister like a conspiracy, but it to cover up their ineptitude because they had tried to contact Oswald and the agent uh, missed him. And it so they were embarrassed that the records would show that they were following Oswald and they blew it. They didn't find him dangerous. Or perhaps they felt that he might be a sketchy character, but not an actual threat to anyone's life. So they didn't give it high priority. We never know. Some people might say that the FBI was in on it. Everybody else has been blamed, right? We got now Tim Swartz and Kurt Collins, special guest co-host roundtable. You're in the Paracast. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. 
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. We are GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. We've got listeners, lots of them. Around the world, around the clock, our listeners do what listeners do. They listen. And you know what listeners got? Needs. Needs for your products, your services, and money to buy those needs. With our network of over 1,000 radio stations, streaming on the web, and our satellite transmissions, we're reaching our listeners with quality conservative programming. But there's something our listeners don't have. Your offer to meet their needs. Any business needs buyers. But if our listeners don't hear your message, they're still going to buy what they need. Just not from your business. So let's fix this. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message for our GCN listeners. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? Ninety-two thousand dollars ouch the irs left no room for jake to breathe they put a lien on my house took all the money out of my bank account took money out of my paychecks so it was a nightmare he needed help fast i figured that all these companies were the same until i called federal tax management you could just tell they knew what they were talking about right then and there i felt like i had some hope stop the liens levies and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special irs programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt so how did it go for jake they did what they said they would do they came through for me i ended up saving an unbelievable amount i was so jazzed i was extremely happy if you owe more than ten thousand dollars in back taxes Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the podcast the gold standard of paranormal radio.
So, as we continue with the PowerCast, a special guest co-host, Ryan Table, we were talking about the JFK assassination, about Lee Harvey Oswald coming to America after being a defector. And apparently the FBI screwed up watching him, but I still don't understand why he wasn't just arrested. Isn't there a crime involved there? Or a potential crime? Kurt? You would think so. And so one of the things that I'm not, I'm not sure if this came out during the original Warren Commission, but Oswald had worked in um, security, I think it was, in the U-2 program. And he wasn't flying the planes, but he was involved in that. He knew some of the radar information and things. And if and that was that was the key secret for the United States at that time. And if they should have interrogated him to know, you know, what information did he share? What was he asked for? What did he give? And, you know, it just doesn't seem that they would let him hang out in New Orleans and Dallas without a thorough going over. Yeah, this is just a little bit in left field, because I think the general belief was that J. Edgar Hoover's FBI was thoroughly efficient. And here they blew it. And we also have to look at the fact here that as much as we may dispute the fact, Oswald had maybe not the motive, but the opportunity to do something. Basically, from what I heard in our previous discussions, and you would know this, Kurt, when you go to examine the school book depository, the distance that he had to make in terms of getting the shot right wasn't that far. And it didn't take some kind of superb marksman to do it, right, Kurt? That's that's my impression. When I when I visited the building and and you know they had it set up, the actual window you couldn't look through, but the the one next to it you could, and the view to you know it was straight down to the street, and you could you follow with your eye to the uh, the underpass. I just don't think it took a superhuman marksman to uh, to make that the shot either in either the skill of the shot or the time involved. And one thing, I'm, you know, anyone that knows a little bit about the assassination know that there was a right-wing general, a Walker, that uh, Oswald had taken a shot at some time before. I, I think it was maybe if just a matter of two months or so. Uh, he happened to miss that shot and hit the window frame rather than general, but it, it was an unsolved crime until they until Oswald was caught and they found his rifle, you know, and the pictures of him with the rifle, which, you know, despite what some people, uh, you know, have suggested, I think were genuine photos. He apparently wanted to be some sort of political assassin. Now what's, what's odd about it was, you know, there was this, you know, ultra right wing Republican, and then he shot a Democrat president. So was it, you know, it wasn't, political in the uh, that sense. But, you know, I guess it was it to harm America or just the establishment. You know, his motive is very hard to figure. Well, also, the argument was made about the capabilities of this rifle, a cheap Italian rifle. And I know that Mark Lane, a former New York State Assemblyman who wrote a book called Rush the Judgment, a huge bestseller in the 60s, made a big deal because I saw the presentations his public lectures, that this rifle couldn't have done it because even the scope is off. Now, number one, maybe the sample he examined, it was off, but he had no access 
to the gun that Oswald allegedly owned and used, so he wouldn't know. Maybe Oswald was capable of fixing it or compensating for a scope that was slightly off. But certainly getting two out of three shots right, you know what? I don't think that was beyond the capability of any normal person who knows how to shoot a rifle. And he, while in the military, qualified as a marksman. Isn't that enough? Yeah, I, I don't think that's a, that's a major mystery. It's a, the other... You know, if it, if someone else was involved, that's that's the part I really wonder about. And as far as the, the documentation and, and the records, I think part of the re- reluctance to release these has been to show the other suspects because that's going to give them public an innocent person publicity that and attention that they don't need, and it also is going to show the ineptitude of the the agencies involved. You know, the FBI certainly was exposed in that, and the Central Intelligence Agency, uh, it shows that despite what they want you to think, there were some domestic operations. So it it kind of reflects unfavorable. And if there was someone else involved, then if it was a a larger conspiracy of being, you know, even three or four people, you know, why didn't the FBI catch that? So... And the other thing that the excuse they use, there is some truth to that, too, the the methods and sources and the fact that some of this information they gathered on Russia and maybe some of the reason they weren't asking questions is they had spies in place and they knew already. You have to wonder about that. You know, that's the only logical explanation of why they didn't give Oswald a, a closer checking out. Once again, they may have not even been impressed with him. Oh, this is some kind of dummy. He went to Russia. Okay, fine. We'll watch him when he gets back if he does anything funky. But coming back here from Russia is where it raises all these red flags. What influences did he have? Was he strong-minded enough to want to control his own destiny? Was he completely depraved or dumb enough that given the right influence, he could be convinced to do something really, really nasty? all by himself, just point him in the right directions. You know, it's not like today where we have the influence of social networks to turn people who are susceptible to influence in the wrong way. It would take something that would be more intense. Then again, we're getting back to his Russian-born wife. Would she have done it? But then why would the Russians have wanted to off Kennedy? Supposedly, they claim that... Khrushchev respected Kennedy, especially after the missile disaster and the posture he took on it. So why would the Russians want to off this guy? To get Johnson as president? Hmm. Well, maybe it wasn't the Russians. Maybe it was Castro. Okay. But then where's Oswald into that? Right, right. Well, uh... You you brought up a good point there, Gene. Uh, there could have been a possibility that uh, that he was a patsy. That you know he he was instructed by whomever, you know, go up there, you know, in the in the window and shoot Kennedy. Though there was somebody else somewhere else 
who was going to do the actual job, and then you know Oswald would be the uh, the the lone nut who would take take the fall. There are a lot of witnesses, and again, as you know, as Kurt pointed out, you know, some of this is is pretty anecdotal. Uh, who were there at Dealey Plaza? Who uh, there there was one guy who was across the street with his kids, and there was a uh, uh, I guess a bullet ricocheted off the curb where they were standing. It, uh, a bullet that's not not counted in the you know what the, I think I think three that Oswald supposedly shot. Uh, there's you know there's also the aspect that the president's uh, route was changed. Uh, they weren't going to go through Dealey Plaza. They were they were going to take but so, and I can't remember the exact details, but it had to be altered fairly quickly. And to take that rather, you know, circuitous uh, route through Dealey Plaza. So if that was the case, how did Oswald know ahead of time to bring his rifle, you know, to work with him that day? Well, you know what? Maybe he brought his rifle to work on a number of days. We don't know. Every day, yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, this is the only time we know only because we are paying attention. But we don't know what he did. Before then, we weren't paying attention to this guy. Right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was, it was Texas. You know, bring your gun to work week. <laughs> well, it could be that. But then we look at who benefited from this, which is Johnson. Right, right. Well, and, you know, that's, that's something that has been, several books have been written, you know, saying that it was uh, Johnson and his uh, connections, his, his Houston connection, so to speak, that was responsible. Well, he'd have the most to gain, obviously, in the various logical frameworks, but we're not accusing Johnson of being a murderer. No. Anyway, we have Tim and Kurt and Gene. You're in the Pericast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. I am a non attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. 
If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-998-7173-800-998-7173-800-998-7173. That's 800-998-7173. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We've got Kurt and Tim and Gene. We're talking about the JFK assassination. And now that more documents have been released, and there's many left that we may not see for years or in our lifetimes, whether this leads us to any further theories. And the question is here is, there are possible guilty parties involved in killing JFK. Was it this crazy guy who once defected to Russia? Was he involved, but others made him do it? I don't think we'll ever know. And if they do know, they don't want us to know. And is that the way we end it? Tim, what do you think? Well, and uh, I think earlier you brought up a good point about the whole Jack Ruby involvement in this. Uh, Of course, his excuse was that he felt sorry for uh, uh, Jacqueline Kennedy, and uh, that was why he he killed Oswald. Uh, Later, though, while he was in prison, and, and, and of course, you would have to take you know, what he said at this point with a grain of salt. You know, he said that uh, he had been he had been set up, that he had been instructed by someone, and he never did identify who, to go in there and kill Oswald, because Oswald was supposed to have been killed by the uh, uh, policeman that uh, uh, Oswald had uh, had murdered. During his escape, uh, before he went and hid in the uh, uh, Tippet, I think is what the uh, uh, police Tippet, name right. was. Yeah. Tippet was supposed to be the one to kill Oswald, but uh, Oswald got the uh, drop on him and, and killed him. And so then Ruby was told that he had to go and kill Oswald because Jack Ruby was a familiar face in that particular um police headquarters where Oswald was being kept. So it was very easy for him to sneak in and nobody would really notice that, uh, that he was there. Whether or not Oswald actually pulled the trigger or not, the fact that, that Ruby, for whatever reasons, managed to get in there and kill him before he could really talk, to me, has always been very, very suspicious about the whole case. And look at the security problems again. We have the FBI not being consistent in following Oswald. We have the security at the police facilities where Jack Ruby is allowed to enter. They don't check him for a presence of a weapon. Because nowadays you'd have the metal detectors. This is 1963, no metal detectors. And he's able to get away with killing Oswald. And he does a pretty damn good job. He didn't have to fire multiple times to do it. It's just so convenient. And then Ruby dies of cancer several years later, but never supposedly gives us the full story. 
but claims he has something to say. That's unfortunate because, uh, uh, like you said, I mean, you know, Ruby said that that he had the evidence and that he would talk under the right conditions, but uh, nobody obviously gave him the right conditions, or he really didn't have anything to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it was a question of protecting his family. True. True. You see, that would be part of it right there. I just wonder, though, about Oswald's wife. What was it, Marina Oswald? Yes. Why she was treated as a celebrity after all this. Wouldn't you be suspicious of her? What kind of influence did she have on her husband? And could she have been the factor that made him want to kill Kennedy? Well, again, you have to consider that she was the daughter of a very high-ranking Soviet uh, uh, general. Uh, And again... Why did the Soviet Union allow her to leave? Why did they allow both of them to leave? And why did the United States allow her to defect into the country along with her husband with nothing ever being done? You know, welcome to America. Here's, you know, here's a house. <laughs> you would have thought that they would have spent at least uh, a, a few months in a federal pen being interrogated as far as we know that never happened and of course before shortly before uh kennedy was assassinated oswald reportedly was in mexico city to uh to talk to somebody at the uh, russian embassy there and nobody did anything about that just so convenient by the way marina oswald porter is still alive she's 80 years old she became a naturalized american citizen so we allowed her and the most recent statements from her well originally i think she believed he was responsible and then later on she said well he wasn't at least he gave her public presence if not anything else well, I mean, I think I think the American, you know, public felt felt sorry for her, uh, uh, not not knowing her her you know her background, her family uh, background. You know, here's this poor this poor Russian bride, you know, brought into the United States, and his husband goes and kills the president. Uh, you know, just it just goes to show you, you know, how. <laughs> <laughs> despite uh, uh, some other uh, situations, just how, how nice the uh, American public can be in a tragic situation. Uh, but still, you know, we're just left to wonder, you know, in the first place, why they were allowed back into the country unless, as the uh, Soviet authorities suspected, that... Uh, Oswald was uh, sent there as a cover. Okay, this becomes crazier and crazier. Now, as far as her dad being a high muckety buck in the Soviet government, doesn't mean that she was any of that. Now, I think it says, according to the Wikipedia listing, that she was a pharmacist, which means nothing in the sense of what she would have done except that women did do a lot more work 
in the Soviet Union in terms of being gainfully employed and having high professional positions. But still, it gets back to the same thing. Again, all these questions which rely on incompetence to accept, incompetence on the part of the FBI, incompetence on the part of the police in Dallas, Texas, incompetence to accept all this from happening, incompetence on the part of the U.S. State Department for allowing all this to happen, especially after president is assassinated and you think, folks, you've got these higher sensitivities that have to come into play. Kurt, what's your view? Oh, there's there's so many inconsistencies. I think there probably would be in any any time that I've been of this magnitude, and you know, it's like the ultimate murder mystery. The CIA, when they were issued a report on their in the 90s under the Clinton administration on on UFOs on their documents they they said that that the UFOs and the Kennedy assassination were their two biggest uh, requested items and those mysteries would never die and one person that was interested in both topics was Dr. Leon Davidson and I believe you knew him ah yes Dr. D now he had published, self-published, a copy of the Project Blue Book special report number 14 with his annotations. And he was a key factor, this is getting back to the UFO field again, Dr. D, of persuading Jim Mosley that UFOs were government test aircraft. And then I remember one conversation that Jim had with Dr. D where Dr. D apparently was deceiving him. And this was the point where Jim's viewpoints had migrated from secret weapons to something else. So funny you should mention Dr. D. I met him a couple of times back, obviously, in the 1960s. So there we go with that many stages of connection. That's about four degrees of separation, I think. We have Tim and Kurt. And Gene, Tim, you're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. If you feel America is facing more dangers than ever, you're right. An increasing number of things are falling apart daily. That's why you need to prepare for more of the unexpected, and that includes food shortages. When people panic, grocery stores run out of food fast. Would you survive without food for days, weeks, even months? The smart folks are buying emergency food now. 
Take this moment to shop MyPatriotSupply.com. We're America's leader in preparedness. My Patriot Supply has earned over 47,000 four-star and five-star reviews. Our delicious food kits average 2,000 calories per day and last up to 25 years in storage. So it's there when you need it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, order a food kit or two, and we'll ship quickly and discreetly to your door. Don't wait for the news to tell you something bad happened again. Rather, be more self-reliant and prepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com Both my legs were amputated due to an IED. It's when you start to try to get back into, like, an everyday life. I absolutely felt like I lost some of my purpose. There must be something more. When DAV came into my life, they gave me a new mission. I could still be a productive member of society, could still support a family. The DAV gave him that sense of structure and purpose again to get his life back together. Visit DAV.org to learn more about our mission. An important message from Byram Healthcare. If you live with diabetes, you know how challenging and painful it can be to manage your blood sugar. With private insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at little or no cost, less copays and deductibles, a continuous glucose monitor, providing blood sugar readings with no uncomfortable finger sticks. It alerts you in real time to potential spikes with your blood sugar levels. Byram Healthcare is a leading U.S. provider of continuous glucose monitors. We carry most major brands and will work with your insurance to get your benefits approved. So if you have diabetes, call a U.S.-based Byram Healthcare Specialist now and see if you qualify. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Back with our special guest co-host roundtable with Tim Swartz and Kurt Collins. I think, Kurt, you were about to say something. Once we mentioned so, Dr. D. Right. So, so uh, Dr. Leon Davidson, when the CIA reported, made their report and it issued documents, a whole bunch of the documents from the 1950s and 60s were letters or documents about uh, Davidson's uh, pressure on the CIA and the Air Force. That he wanted to know more. Who are these people talking to witnesses? And he was just a big thorn in their side. And so there was just a whole lot of paper on him. And I have to wonder, with his interest, he was equally interested in the Kennedy assassination. And, you know, he's not as famous for that because I think he contributed to newsletters. But his his Blue Book volume is, is kind of what put him on the map there. But I, I'm just wondering, are, are there 
CIA documents, did he write the same kind of letters to them? I haven't come across his name in it yet, but I'm going to be looking. So he was, you know, you were talking about Mark Lane. Well, Dr. Davidson was in there. He was a first-generation uh, Kennedy assassination conspiracist. A whole lot of them came later, uh, but, you know, he was there from the start. Now, I'm looking here at Dr. Davidson's bio. He lived till the ripe old age of 84, died in 2007. And it doesn't really, here it is, this is where he allegedly spent many hours analyzing major national and world events, including the Kennedy assassination, questionable presidential elections, and the Jonestown massacre. Now, questionable presidential elections, does he mean 2000 with Bush and Gore? Hmm. I wonder. I hadn't heard about that before. There's not a lot of documentation on it. We more or less consider the connection with UFOs. And apparently he was involved in nuclear research. A chemical engineer was his degree. And it says here in the mid-50s, he joined the Nuclear Development Corporation of America in White Plains. He worked with Union Carbide, Western Union, General Precision Laboratories, and IBM, where he was allegedly manager of advanced applications development. I mean, the guy was a well-educated man. He seemed perfectly serious about things. And I don't know. I don't know about his conclusions. I'd like to know what... uh Jim Mosley found deceptful about him. Well, you know, Jim had had accepted the Earth theory and then something that Dr. D said, and I was privy to the conversation, but I kind of half heard it. Mm. And when he did, he said, well, you were just fooling me, weren't you? And then not long after that, Jim started embracing a more traditional view of UFOs. But this is, you know, we're talking about a lot of years ago. Well, my impression is that Alan Dulles of the uh, CIA was was kind of uh, Dr. Davidson's white whale, and he thought he was behind everything evil. So that was part of it. Uh, the, even the uh, the Socorro UFO incident in 1964, the symbol he tried to to somehow divine that that symbol represented CIA. Uh, so I think he was. I think he was actually obsessed. (laughs) Well, it just goes to show you, though, that when you have the mindset to find evidence to fit your own personal theories, you're going to find it. There's so much ambiguity and all these pictures that have been blown up and, you know, people are finding gunmen in every shadow. That's why you. That's why science doesn't want you to go into a situation with a preconceived notion, and that, that you're you're only looking to prove, you know, your position. You know, you have to look for what's actually there and what the evidence is telling you. And I think, at least in his case, it, it led him astray in both the UFOs and the Kennedy assassination. Unfortunately, we see that a lot where, you know, on both sides, you know, uh, conspiracies, JFK, you know, the World Trade Center, UFOs, what have you. You go in there, you know, like, oh, well, this this doesn't seem right. I need to find evidence to prove my point. And, you know, you're going to find that evidence. But then somebody else who is looking for a different sort of evidence 
can find that same evidence that the you know that the other person found. That's you know that's why when people say when it comes to UFOs, someone says to me, "Oh well, you know, do you believe in UFOs?" And I'm like, I don't believe in anything. I approach all of this stuff with an open mind. That way, when presented later on, maybe with uh, with with new better researched evidence, I'm willing to accept it. You know, there's so many people out there who conducts this kind of research. They they have that mindset and they refuse to listen to anything uh, uh, new, possibly better research that uh, that comes around. Well, we could look in that way at what Kelleher says about the hitchhiker effect, about things that accompany UFO sightings. Maybe he's looking too hard. I wonder about that, because if a group, and it seemed like this, uh, the, the people who were going to Skinwalker Ranch, several, you know, they had things in common. They visited the ranch, they had military experience, they probably heard the same stories. And if you believe there's a hitchhiker effect, if you hear a weird noise, your, your floorboard creaks, you know, is that a hitchhiker? You know, and it just makes me wonder if you know, it's just like going into a house you're told is haunted, mm. you know, that you're preconditioned to expect some kind of signal, some kind of event. Well, that would oh. also mean that if something else happens, a ghost is seen, a poltergeist effect, I say, see? There's proof that it happens if you see a UFO, but it doesn't happen all the time. Not everyone who sees a UFO has all this stuff going on in the background. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I've, I've gone on numerous UFO hunts uh, with people, especially to you know, what they would claim to be UFO hotspots. And uh, they get all excited by satellites or a plane going over with its landing lights on and then just really get mad at me <laughs> when I'm like, oh, that's uh, – no, I'm sorry. That's a, uh, that's, a, that's a jet with its landing lights on or, 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 or you know, something along those lines. So you, know, you, you, really, you really do have to approach all of this you know, with an open mind and not expect anything. You know, and and definitely, as we see on a lot of these reality television shows, don't think that every uh, sound from a house settling is you know somebody's great am, you know grandmother Martha trying to communicate from uh, beyond the veil. I've wondered about about the the Bigelow people in particular, because you had a billionaire that was expecting a conclusion uh, or at least continuing paranormal reports and you probably want to keep your boss happy i'm just wondering if they there there seems to be some some bias there let's do our break here we've got kurt and gene and tim we're in the paracast you are listening to gcn Visit GCNlive.com today. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. 
Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. Former President Donald Trump paid a visit to Houston on Saturday as part of a limited tour discussing his presidency. The Toyota Center was the third stop on Bill O'Reilly's history tour with Donald Trump. 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Riley's tour featuring Trump kicked off in Florida at venues in Sunrise and Orlando. Next, they're scheduled to stop at the Dallas American Airlines Center this afternoon. Nicholas Sandman Anasti has reached a settlement with NBC Universal after more than two years since Sandman filed a defamation lawsuit against the media company. The two parties agreed to dismiss the case with prejudice, meaning that Sandman cannot refile the same claim again in that court. This is USA Radio News. Fox News host Tucker Carlson talks about public policies that degrade work and reward people who don't want a job. In an interview with Dirty Jobs host Mike Rowe on Thursday's broadcast of Tucker Carlson Tonight. Skilled labor all too often reminds the rest of us of what we're fundamentally lacking. The thing that scares me more than anything, and the reason I started the foundation when I did was 13 years ago, for every five tradesmen that retired, two replace them. The NFL revised its COVID-19 protocols on Saturday and will no longer test asymptomatic, fully vaccinated players. 95% of NFL players and over 99% of coaches and staff are fully vaccinated against COVID. In short, unvaccinated individuals will continue to be tested daily. Fully vaccinated individuals will be subject to targeted testing. This is USA Radio News. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses. Your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day, but supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Hi, this is James Fox. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So you're suggesting here, Kirk Collins, that maybe 
all this stuff happening, the people working around Bigelow are trying to appeal to his needs or expectations? Well, maybe not all of it, but I think that, you know, it could have colored the reports. Uh, the guards that were on, uh, they were they were expected to, to write reports and they were told they were basically on a haunted property. So maybe they they give it a more paranormal feel when they write it up. So, you know, I don't think it was all, you know, p- pure fiction, but I think that you get more paranormal reports that way than you do just, you know, did you see any intruders? Did you see a UFO? Did you see, you know, a, you know, an entity? Did you feel a presence? Well, I think you can get a few more answers that way, particularly from that kind of a type A boss. Then again, we don't know how gullible this guy really is. We know of him because he made money running a mid-priced hotel chain. That doesn't make you an expert on the paranormal on UFOs. Or the scientific method. Precisely. Exactly. One of the things that, uh, you know, that I've heard that uh, the the whole Skinwalker investigation uh, uh, by the the Bigelow uh, people, that that they stopped the funding and eventually then sold the property to somebody else was that the evidence that was being collected and, and they spent a lot of money, you know, getting, you know, then at that point, you know, pretty high technology cameras and things like that was that uh, the phenomena was frustratingly elusive that, uh, you know, things would happen behind the cameras rather than in front of them. I mean, there was there was the one case where a camera array just out of sight of of another camera array in a matter of seconds, I guess, was destroyed and the wires uh, shredded. So, you know, when you've got somebody that is looking for some kind of, of earth-shattering uh, evidence – only to be frustrated time and time again, then then yeah, you know, you're just going to throw up your hands and say, well, this isn't what we're looking for. We're going to, you know, we're going to go do something else. You know, I, I I think that that probably played a pretty big role in how it was investigated and why ultimately it was stopped and and why we haven't seen. Uh, I'm not sure you can correct me, you know, if I'm wrong on this. I don't know if any of the documentation that, that was collected during the uh, initial Bigelow investigation has ever been released. You know, speaking of Bigelow, I want to bring up a couple of aspects. Bigelow Aerospace, back in the spring of this year, filed a $1.05 million lawsuit against NASA. Okay for work done developing and testing an expandable space module. So they claim they fulfilled the contract with NASA, but were not fully paid. Then again, Bigelow got his money as the head of the Budget Suites of America. Now, you know, fine. He developed a business or bought a business and made a lot of money. But if you look for the reviews of Budget Suites, especially in this area, you find out it's a pretty poorly rated suite set of motels. Poorly rated. 
So I don't know whether that's his responsibility or whether he wants to run a cheap operation. I have no idea. But if I was looking for lodging, I would take a look at that and say, hmm, I don't think so. Yeah, I understand. He's um, he's a tough boss. He's he's pretty demanding. He wants what he wants. He he wants, and, and I think people who are with him over a period of years, they probably are the people who tend to give him the answers that he wants or produce the results. Um, but it's interesting about when the when NIDS the the he. he developed that to do all this sorts of re- research. It shut down around, I think it was 2004, 2005, and there was a statement that there wasn't enough activity to warrant um, further investigation and funding at that time. And that, you know, if that changed, they would be reactivated. Well, they they weren't exactly, but then the, a few years later, 2000, end of 2007, it was really 2008, the uh, the contract with the Pentagon came along, and so even though he had said earlier there wasn't activity, when the funding came from the government, uh, he he got the boys back together, the key players, and, and they were producing results, and so that. Um, but I don't know that they had better evidence. You know, they went out and tried, but I don't know the government actually approved the way they did it because a lot of it was through with this contract with MUFON, uh, some civilian investigators who were trained in a, well, it was basically UFO club participants that, you know, they weren't, they had a, um, supposed to follow a scientific method, but, you know, they weren't, most of them, actual scientists doing the work. What they did is they passed this mail order course that you have to pay, what, $100 for? <laughs> and they become, therefore, investigators. But the question is here, just how good are they? How well were they trained? And once again, that contract fell on bad times. James Carrion, I think, was involved with MUFON at the time all this went down. And maybe it was a matter of Bigelow exerting too much control or they failing to deliver the goods. I don't know. But they, which is something we didn't know before, they, MUFON, received funding for this investigation from the Pentagon through Bigelow. Bigelow got the money from the Pentagon, the $22 million. Some of it went to MUFON. Therefore, government funds were given to MUFON to study UFOs. Think about it. That's right. And uh, the more controversial aspect of that is that uh, this this contract with MUFON also involved them opening up their case files to be put into the database that Robert Bigelow was, was building and delivering to the Pentagon. And certainly none of the witnesses knew that. And I think a great many of them would have been uncomfortable knowing that they were going to the government. Um, you know, traditionally, uh, maybe not witnesses, but UFO uh, folks in general are distrustful of the government. I think they would have been pretty unhappy with that arrangement. Well, traditionally in the UFO field, the government supposedly is the enemy. It's the silence group. It's the cosmic Watergate. They're keeping the truth about UFOs a secret, and we have to have disclosure. So now we have 
collusion amongst MUFON, Bigelow, and the Pentagon. Well, and, you know, you, you have to remember that the Pentagon is funding this stuff probably because they are looking for possible uh, technological developments. You know, somewhere along the line, somebody was like, you know, these these things are exhibiting characteristics that are beyond our knowledge, about, beyond our technology. How can we get a hold of this and make a weapon out of it? Right, yeah, but the I, thing that always bothered me about this entire program is that the amount of money, $22 million, in government parlance, that's nothing. Nope. That's buying a few truckfuls of toilet seats or something. It is nothing. It's a very small amount of money. And if they're that seriously interested in solving a mystery and protecting national security, they're dealing with, what, hundreds of billions of dollars are spent for the military appropriation. You look at the current budget, it's up $25 billion more than even the president wanted. If you look at all that, all that's spent, you give a $22 million for somebody to look after UFOs because you call them UAPs. More to come with Tim and Kurt and Gene. You're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, the Paracast dot plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out the Paracast dot plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. You've heard that supply lines are down or moving slow. Or moving slow. And that most everything costs more these days. Costs more these days. But good news. High-quality Sunny Bay products are in stock and ready to ship now because they're made in the USA. Like our extra-long neck heating pads, they provide soothing relief to painful sore necks and backs, are microwavable, and come in a variety of colors and patterns. What a great gift! An extra-long neck heating pad from Sunny Bay, also available in lavender-scented. Buy now in time for the holidays and avoid any shipping delays. Available on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and sunny-bay.com. Just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. They're great for men or women, are reusable, and easy to clean. So this year, give the gift of pain relief and extra long neck wrap from Sunny Bay. Remember, just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Order now when our stock is high and shipping is fast. And happy holidays from Sunny Bay. Tahibo.
Rebo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Arco Super Tea helps build the red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. That's Shop, S-H-O-P, Super, S-U-P-E-R-T-T-E-A dot com. So the complete website is ShopSuperTea.com or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5 California time. That's ShopSuperTea.com at 818-984-6100. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what. You're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? So think about it, folks. Why such a small amount of money? Or were they doing a favor to the then Senate Majority Leader, Harry Reid? Okay, we'll give him his $22 million because he and a couple of other senators asked for it. But to me, it sounds like it's just a favor. It's nothing serious. What do you guys think? That could be. And, and you know, I would think that for Robert Bigelow's perspective, he thought this was going to be a, a multi-year contract, and it wound up being canceled after the second year. And they delivered all these reports. And from what we've seen from uh, Colm Kelher, he put a list of all the the reports in the book, and there were over 100. We were only aware of about 38 before that. You know, certainly would like to see some of those. I don't know what we might actually get to see of that. And, and is, is it going to be complicated by something we alluded to earlier about the fact that you have a private company involved? Does that give them protection and exemption from the Freedom of Information Act? Yeah, the, the amount of money, it was small. I mean, you look at some of the other things, it's comparable on a per year basis, I think, to what was spent for the remote viewing program. And what's so odd about that is that some of the same people were involved, Hal Putoff and Christopher Green. There's some overlap there. And that may be part of the problem, too, is that the scope of things w- was so far into the paranormal and psychic elements. That's why the, the Pentagon didn't want it. And it doesn't sound like there's much of that in what's going on now. I mean, the closest aspect we've heard is the human 
effects, you know, possibly the brain injuries and this sort of thing, you know, when exposed to uh, UAP. Well, I know that, uh, you know, Nick Redfern has discussed that one of the reasons that funding was pulled by the Pentagon was, you know, in fact, because they were getting into the whole paranormal aspect and that it was disturbing to, I guess, a lot of the higher muckety-mucks who have a uh, evangelical Christian uh, background. And they felt that this was getting into the realm of uh, Satanism and devils and demons and, and things like that. You know, a lot of us may laugh at that, but there are a lot of people who believe in that stuff and they, they put, you know, UFOs right into the same category as, you know, fallen angels and demonics and, and things like that. So, you know, I could see where there would be a push at first, you're like, okay, you know, you're looking, at, looking at UFOs, throw them a few bucks, and then the reports come back that involved ghosts and phantom creatures and, and things like that. And you have some of these people going, oh, wait a minute, you know, this goes against our religious beliefs, you know, we're going to stop this. Well, I think I've told our listeners several times that my wife's late uncle, Lewis Kaplan, or evangelist Lewis Kaplan, was basically a Jew for Jesus. He believed that UFOs were demonic, which is not an unusual opinion, but certainly something that I would find a little bit wacky. Yeah, there there are so many strange beliefs now. Now, if there had been tangible evidence, you know, maybe the government would have put that aside. But so many of the uh, the paranormal, you know, it's like it's like the uh, most of the the paranormal television shows. There's some weird report on a meter at best, you know, or there's maybe a photograph of shadow, and that's. You know, the evidence for UFOs is much better, but you know, it's something. You know, since it's been recorded on radar and and infrared camera and things that remain a mystery that's a little more substantial at least in the eyes of the military something they can work with and i have no doubt that the military probably has a lot more videos and you know gun camera photographs than the rest of us poor slubs will ever know about which which goes to a question that i was wanting to ask in a in a previous show gene i can't remember which one it was maybe uh, the one with uh, joseph foster is that how the gimbal photograph and the uh, i think it was with the uh, videos and the uh, tiktok uh, videos managed to get released because you know, some people have acknowledged that yeah this stuff wasn't supposed to get out how did it get out if it was uh, a top secret or was it meant to get out? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, now, the Tic Tac video had been out since 2007. Someone had made a copy. It had been released on YouTube. and It was out there. And in fact, I'm under, under the opinion that the one that the Pentagon ultimately released was simply a copy of that that was in the hands of probably in the hands of Bigelow's people. More recent videos, when Lou Elizondo filled out the form to get those released, he didn't mention UFOs in there. He was talking about, there was a category of about three things, about balloons, unmanned aerial vehicles, and I forget what the other one was. You know, it was strictly conventional items. And I think that 
that may have been deceptive. Certainly, they didn't know, the Pentagon didn't know it was going to be released in a New York Times story. But it does make you wonder, how were those videos actually filed within the Pentagon? Were they using the term UAP or something like that? You know, was it merely uh, unidentified aircraft? Which again, you know, which again, I mean, you know, if that was the case, then ugh, somebody's head probably rolled <laughs> because of that. You know, look at all of the press coverage and annoyance probably to the Pentagon from that one uh, little short, you know, you know, what, 20 second video that they probably would have preferred that uh, nobody had ever seen it. I just have to blame Senator Harry Reid for all this. <laughs> he got the whole thing started. He's a friend of Robert Bigelow. I think Bigelow had contributed to some of his campaigns. So it maybe goes there. Maybe it's Bigelow's fault to the beginning, where he gets in touch with Senator Reid and said, look, I'm giving you all this money. Why don't you see if you can do something with the government to get them to investigate some of this stuff? And that's where it led. It wasn't something that Reid himself came up with. It was Bigelow who started the whole thing. The unbelievable plot twist was revealed by Malcolm Kelleher on the show that when they were hiring for this project, the first guy they interviewed was uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Doug Kurth, and he was a Nimitz witness, and he told them about it. So not only did they find a capable administrator, he was a UFO witness, and he could contact. So, And it was OSAP, not ATIP, that discovered this story and it fell into their lap i mean that's incredible the i mean the biggest ufo case and within the probably the last 30 years was discovered essentially right then hey we are going to wrap it up here guys we'll get back with after the Paracast for more of this so tim swartz tell our listeners where we can find more of your stuff Sure. You can find all of my books on Amazon.com. Just type in Tim R. Swartz and they'll all come uh, pouring out for your reading pleasure. My uh, website is conspiracyjournal.com, spelled just like it sounds, conspiracyjournal.com with all the uh, weird news and information that they don't want you to know. Kurt Collins, where is your stuff located? Look for me at blueblurrylines.com and the blog, The Saucers That Tom Forgot. And Sausage of Time forgot it's a favorite because it has so much pop culture and it really fascinating. You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. You can also find us on Facebook if you care to. We also have branded merchandise over at the Paracast.shop, the Paracast.shop, where you can get the logos on a variety of stuff such as T-shirts, and throw pillows and hoodies and all the other good stuff, good prices, good quality, theparacast.shop. And don't forget the Paracast Plus. Go to theparacast.plus. We have a website for that, too, where you can sign up quickly. We offer this show free of the network ads with higher bit rate, better audio. And you'll be hearing Tim and Kurt on After the Paracast, a special show with extended interviews, continuing the ones that started on the Paracast or exploring other stuff. You never know, it's uncensored also. How about that? To sign up quickly, go to theparacast.plus, theparacast.plus. For a limited time, 
Use the coupon code UFO20, that's UFO20, to get a 20% discount on five-year or lifetime subscriptions to the Paracast Plus. Thank you for joining us. Oh, glad to be on. Thanks for having me on, Gene. Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast. <laughs>